What's up, everybody? It is Kyle and Pat, and this is our first official installment of our Trainer Talk, um, which is within our health, wealth, and everything else uh, podcast series that you have obviously found one way or the other if you are listening. Um, so, uh, like I am, and subscribe. Yeah, like and subscribe. What else? Swipe up. You know what else do they say? Um, download, <laughs> delete, download, re-download. <laughs> We're giving you all the sales pitches that people yeah. who do these do. Bump our numbers up. That's actually no way what we're looking for. We just want to bring you guys some value uh, additional than what we can do in our sessions. And uh, and I just want to kind of give a, a concept that behind what we're doing here, which is you know, we get a lot of questions, obviously, and we love your questions. And we love to teach. That's why we do what we do. We love to help. Um, and we, But we know that you need personalized help. So... Um, what we run into uh, and what I've just experienced over the years is uh, a lot of you need the base level of information first. You need to chew on it, digest it, make sense of it, apply it to your life a little bit, and then figure out what about that general advice doesn't quite apply to you, right? Um, and, th- and then getting the personalized advice, it's why you're all here. It's why Googling workouts and Googling nutrition advice is not a solution for people. You need to to be able to apply it to your life and have it work around your limitations. So without rambling too much, basically what we're gonna try to do is answer the commonly asked questions and then have these as resources for you guys to refer to. And then you guys can come to us with the more personalized version of like, well, hey, I see intermittent fasting is good, but I work late, I have to eat when I get back, and when I don't eat in the morning time, uh, blank happens. What do I do? You know, and then, then then we can engage on that part of the problem instead of explaining what intermittent fasting is and all of all of that. So yeah, yeah. If we build this a little general understanding on these topics, that will make it so that we can build off of those, bump, jump right into personalizing it, right into working towards getting you the results that you need, getting you feeling good getting that uh, weight down, getting that muscle up, whatever your goal is that we can personalize for you instead of going to men's health or whatever the latest fitness magazine might tell you to do, follow this random workout. This will be much more, this will work for you and you will know how to approach that because you have a better understanding of the basics. Yes. Yep. And I'm, we're excited guys. We have a couple other podcasts out already. So you guys uh, either are now or can can then go after this and, and listen to some of those where we touched on some topics. Um, so uh, this this uh, this podcast specifically, guys, we're going to answer some of the questions you've already asked, and then we hope it it sparks some questions that you can then put in our our lead box that we mm-hmm. have here at the get gym. The, get the ball rolling on some of this. Yes. So, guys, let, you, Pat, you ready to dive in? Yeah. I'm, okay. I'm excited. Cool, 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 cool. So I'm going to read off the questions. Pat, you are going to answer, uh, and we'll, we'll, we'll go through it that way. Um, so Sarah asked, and I'm going to leave out last names until I know for sure you guys are okay with it. Um, so Sarah asked, are there supplements, vitamins, or minerals that you recommend for females that exercise regularly? Uh, yeah, I would say that it is, if someone is living an active lifestyle, you are burning through the resources that your body has, so you're going to need to replenish, whether that be vitamins, minerals, protein, carbs, fats, whatever you're burning through. So, if you're exercising regularly, something like a multivitamin is good. Uh, Why? Because you are, those vitamins and minerals that you get in a multivitamin 
are used in chemical reactions when your body's exercising. They're used to uh, produce the energy molecule ATP, which your body uses for energy. So once you've burned it all off, you need to replenish it. So that's why the something like a multivitamin can be beneficial. If you're eating a well-balanced diet, a lot of uh, vegetables, a lot of leafy greens, some fruit, you should actually be getting the adequate uh, vitamins through that diet, but most people do not, and we actually, some of the vitamins are only found in really select vegetables that are hard to find, yep. so that's why something like a multivitamin is an easy one-a-day thing that you can take and yep. add to your regimen. And I like to think of it like oil for a car, yeah, compared, exactly. to, to compared to gasoline for a car, right? Like gasoline maybe being more like, uh, you know, would it be fat and carbs, mm -hmm. right? The fuel, and, yeah, uh, I like this. And then, yeah, and then the oil maybe being the protein. Or I kind of put protein. I don't know how you feel about this, but it's almost like a supplement. It's almost like a vitamin because it's like uh, it's not really your fuel. It's not what's mm -hmm. driving your energy sources. It's more the building blocks. Yeah, it's building blocks. Quite literally, that's what aminos are, which are the breakdown of proteins. Um, anyway, not to complicate it, we all know your car needs oil. Um, and if you run low on oil, it starts to run funky, right? Which mm -hmm. breaks down the car in general. The gasoline will still run it, but the engine itself is going to beat up on itself. And it's going to basically break down. Um, think about your body that way. And then think about how you're feeling throughout the day, right? A lot of times people are tired or crabby. We have mood swings and this and that. And yep. We're aware of some things. We know sleep does that. Even though we don't prioritize it, we're aware of that mm -hmm. when we don't sleep. Um, Anyways, that's, that's kind of my, I don't know, layman's term to yeah, put it. Yeah, and I appreciate you breaking it down like that because I will, as we get into some of these descriptions or examples, I get down into the weeds a little bit. And when I start mentioning tiny molecules like ATP, it's always good to reel it back in and make it more applicable. So that's always good. And I, and I like that you, you go into that side because it is your expertise. You are, when do you graduate with your, you're in the master's? Getting a master's, clinical nutrition. Clinical nutrition, in, master's in nutrition, um, graduating when? Um, whenever I get my capstone done, essentially, which I'm in the Sweet. last stretches of, so it should, cool. be, should be soon. August 2019, September? Uh, hoping now September, I think. Was okay. planning on August, ran into some snags and research yep. and yep. stuff happens, but keep nose to the grindstone and keep going. Yep, and as far as the what you guys can get from Pat, it's, it's not going to change it based on the timing of his capstone, so you guys can still get all the great help from him oh, in yeah. the meantime. Um, Returning so. real quick to the question, the one last uh, thing which Kyle mentioned too, talking about protein almost as a supplement. For someone who is exercising regularly and who is active, I would say that increasing protein intake, whether that be from your whole food sources like meat, cheese, or uh, vegan sources if you want to choose that way, or adding something like a protein supplement to just um, cope with that body's increased need to build up the muscle that you're breaking down and increase and build up all the connective tissue that's involved in all these movements and activities. So mm -hmm. protein is something that is important to add or just be aware of as you are exercising. Absolutely. The, um, the vitamins and minerals I bundled into the same because they're kind of service mm -hmm. serve the same function for the most part and you can get those in you get them the one. same ways yeah, right you can get them yep. in one little capsule 
Sarah had also asked about supplements. We're kind of talking about protein and whatnot. And, and I, think, I think the key thing that Sarah's question is females that exercise regularly. So, so Pat already attested to the regularly thing. You're regularly doing this. You're regularly deplenishing, and you need to regularly replenish, right? Yeah. And so the same logic is if you spontaneously do exercise, then you should also in that time you know, replenish. So that's the logic with like the regularly part. As far as females... Um, it's the same for females and males, but the, what I'm, I'm guessing she's asking is something specific to females. And uh, my research through just experience with you guys is that women do not get enough protein. Yeah. There is not the same motivation behind it that there is with men. Men, they're what fuels them, what motivates them is not the same. And protein is one of the things that gives men the goal that they're oftentimes looking for. Um, it is not the case for women, so they tend to neglect it, and they tend to be around 50 to 75 grams per day, in my experience, uh, especially uh, mm-hmm. women 30 plus that didn't grow up in this more modern era of nutrition. Where, where I mean, right now, like people in that dem- the younger demographic, they all want to build muscle. Yeah, so, it's all yeah. Everyone um, get that protein in. So I would I would just say like honestly, protein maintenance and management would be would be it Sarah I would I would be really mindful and lock that one down um, because it, it's really important uh, we all want our metabolism to be better and building muscle up mm-hmm. the uh, exercise and protein is a key for that exactly yeah Pat the uh, the question has come up of do you recommend cardio after weights or vice versa meaning where, where do I put the cardio do I do it before or after weights uh, for that I would say depends on necessarily what your goal is or how you're feeling but I would do it either, you can do them both are excellent cardio to warm up, get your blood flowing into the weights. The way we, I tend to like to work out is actually cardio involved in a lot of the weights and working out. Yep. So we want our, um, we want to be, how should I put, metabolically adaptable. We want our body to be able to adapt to do different workloads, different workout types. So it's good to do to vary it up throughout the week. Maybe do cardio before a weight session one day, do cardio after a weight session, do some cardio as a superset to maybe a squat or some sort of big compound movement. So having variability throughout our workouts throughout the week allows ourselves to, our bodies to adapt to different workout types and then we can just be a lot more functional and then that applies to our regular life because we don't, it's constant movement. Yeah. Yeah. Can I piggyback on that quick yeah. as you, as where you're going with the, the, the keys I took and just quickly interrupt me and add mm-hmm. if I miss any variability is super important. Yeah. Um, which is a part of train for life. That's actually the main, the main thing. Um, uh, then maybe I think the rest was just what was in my head. Was that your main thing? Variability being important? Yeah, yeah exactly. And then how compound and to be able, yeah, the incorporating body, it. Mm-hmm. Body to be able to adapt to different situations. Yes, which comes from that variability and training in different ways. Correct. I think the most common application to, uh, to this question, I mean uh, most people seeking a response here are people that are early in the process mm-hmm. and really just looking to set that first habit, right? You can't vary until you do st- that, for the first good, time yeah, that's true so I think I think uh, that that being the question I want to know I want to ask I want to have you ask yourself a couple questions number one what's my goal alright um, is it is it muscle building is it fat loss and is it um, like more just toning uh, 
And then I also want to know what what is what are you most motivated by? What are, what what's the easy part for you to do? Uh, and those 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 are kind of the two main ones. Um, and what I know is most people feel comfortable and basically have a lot of experience with cardio, and it's not the same for strength. Mm-hmm. So. For me, my general response is do the strength first, do cardio last. Um, uh, I've had past trainers uh, that I've had in the past tell me um, that you are burning away the energy that your muscles could have used to build muscle um, if you do cardio first. And then if it's the reverse, what you ask yourself, what's the point of cardio? It's to, to burn energy, right? Um, so you can get the best of both worlds. You can already have burned some of that energy off. Some of those calories mm-hmm. is another word for energy um, once it's been in your body. Um, and you can get the best of both by doing the strength first, having the energy to build muscle, and then just burning off whatever's left. So mm-hmm. uh, the other thing, too, is how hard do you go on cardio when you know you have to lift after? Like you're almost holding yourself back on yeah. something that you don't want to be holding back on. And, uh, yeah, to piggyback on top of that, what you um – it's always good in a workout to start with what is has the most mental demands first or the most demands on our central nervous system. So walking on, going for a run, you don't really have to think about, but doing a heavy back squat or yes. something like that really acquires some mental attention to proper form, to prevent injuries, to get proper muscle activation, things like that. So when you're starting out and learning a lot of these new movements, it's really important to start with those, make sure you can devote the proper mental attention to it to get the best results, and then maybe do the cardio afterwards when you can zone out yep. and not think about it as much and not tax the nervous system as much. Yeah, that's actually probably if you're seeking, if you're listening and trying to understand what the exact answer to this is, Pat's most, that, that is it um, right there, and it's your body's, that, that actually applies to a lot more than just cardio or strength. That applies to the order of what you do different things yeah. within those categories. You know, if you have a few different cardio things, do the thing that's most physically demanding first. And then, like, for example, like a Jacob's Ladder or yeah. a sled push, do that before you go for a bike ride, right? Um, if you're doing, you know, the obvious one is don't work on, like, you know, rotator Small cuff. Muscle, don't work yeah. on a rotator cuff move and then do shoulder presses. Yeah, you're, if you're doing a heavy back day, don't start with bicep curls and then right. try to do deadlifts and rows right. or something like that. And so we hope that makes sense why that is. And if it doesn't, come come ask us uh, and we'll talk more. But but yeah, that's that's kind of the general thing is do, do the most demanding thing first. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, for most of you, I know boosting metabolism, getting some toning, ultimately for the purpose of fat loss is important. Well, that's the perfect route to go usually. Um, so we have a question from, I don't know who this is, but she put initials, so I'm just going to say anonymous, um, just in case. And we have, what are some ways to get motivated to come into the gym? This is where it's really important to understand the reason why we're doing what we're doing and why we, our goal is what it is. For me, I always like to think about that sense of accomplishment or that feeling of increased self-esteem I get post-workout. After I have a real tough workout and really push myself and have really been honest with myself during it to really give my eff- all my effort afterwards, that sense of I laid it all out on the table, I did everything that I could do, it's such a feeling of accomplishment that I know that if I'm struggling to get to the gym, if I just think about that feeling afterwards, that really will help get me in 
And even if it's go in, planning on going through the motions, once you start going through the motions, you'll find that, oh, if I'm here going through the motions, why can't I just push it a little bit harder? So just getting in the door and getting started, thinking about that feeling afterwards. Or if your goal is to lose weight and you've got a long way to go, think about down the line how great maybe your knees are gonna feel. Your back, carrying around less weight, you're gonna feel a lot better. Use that to help fuel. It's all about feeling good in our everyday life and how we can facilitate that. Yep. I have like a, for sure a process that I'm debating in my head about even trying to go through. And I'm not going to, and here's, here's why. You're listening and you're asking that and you're seeking to be motivated, you, the pr- a process isn't gonna be motivated. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's just where we'll you know, just come to us and we'll do what we do with you. Um, but Pat did jump into one of the super important one that is not necessarily for us to like hide or wait for. Um, and that is the purpose, the why, the power of why. Honestly guys, look up any, just type in on Google the power of why. It does not need to apply to your fitness goals. It can apply to anything. Mm -hmm. But if you are going to do something, you are doing it because of the outcome. You are doing it because it matters. So if you were in here and you're like, man, um, I I gotta do 30 minutes of cardio, and that's how you think of it every time, that's just not gonna lead to success. It is, I am making this stride towards my cardio goal. So let's say you have a fat loss goal and you're running a 10 minute mile, you come into the gym that day and, and, and have your plan be, I'm going to try to get um, an 8-minute and 58-second mile because last time I did a 9 or whatever. You know, you're, you're, you're setting up – there's a purpose behind what you're doing always. So, um, And, that man, that purpose has – it's what it really comes down to, guys, is um, like when I, when I peel back the layers with people, you think it's all right for me to elaborate more? Or yeah, I, getting too, I think so. Um, when I peel back the layers of people, it's like, I'm just going to be, I, I'll give some real stuff. I mean, it's like, I want to lose weight and it can be a process peeling back layers. Okay. Or you know, oftentimes yeah. like I want to get healthier and it's like, okay, well tell me why. Yeah, well, I just want to be, yeah, I just yeah. want to be more consistent with stuff. And I'm like, you know, okay, well, you know, what does that look like for you? And why is that on your mind? And it's, um, you peel back enough layers, you find things of like, self-doubt when when you're seeking empowerment what what do i mean by that if you tell me your your goal is to be consistent first of all it's not your goal you have something in mind that you're wanting to that you know you're going to get out of that but that is in part ways something that's going to make you feel great and a lot of times when you peel back enough layers you find out that because every time you start something you quit every time i start something i end up quitting after three months or two months or whatever and I just want to stay consistent. And that is empowering. You're searching for empowerment. You're searching for inner strength. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so, so you're peeling back these layers. And then when you make that decision each day, like, crap, I got to go to the gym today and I just don't feel like it. You can ask, your, you can really p- put yourself in the context of empowering. Yes, but I can do it and I will do it. Um, so uh, peeling back layers and, uh, you know, just a way that that can go it's i want to i want to do this um this thing well i get healthier okay what does that look like well it means that i'm down 50 pounds well, where does 50 come from well that's when i felt my best mm-hmm. that's when i was at my healthiest that's when i felt my best okay 
Um, and what would that do for you? Well, if you were at your best, like that, snap fingers, what's changed about your life? Well, I mean, that's when I like had the best time talking with the, I don't know, like significant others. Yeah, that's, when that's when I, I was able to play with my grandkids or play with my free. kids, things like that. Yeah. That is your why. And that is why, the, guys. That's the, the nugget that you can return to. to you need to yeah. return to. Exactly. It's not, you're not doing this because you want to be consistent necessarily. You're not. Or just to lose weight. It's, yes. It's what that weight loss will do for your entire life. Yes. And, in, and until you adapt that mindset, you will have such internal battles because you'll encounter advice online that says you're perfect the way you are. You mm. don't need to lose that, that five pounds and stuff. And that post is right. You don't have to lose that five pounds. But you want to because if, if you know yeah. if that's your goal, you want to because when you're down five more pounds, that is when you look at yourself in the mirror and you just feel amazing, and that that turns to confidence, which turns into there's this is dividends why, in like literally every aspect of your life, my, my just your social interactions, yep. everything. It's crazy. My first company uh, kind of uh, uh, in, what is it? Mission statement is improving. Mm the self-esteem of the community one person at a time. When I, and if I make an impact on you and you walk over to Jerry's or you drive over to Jerry's and you're in a good mood, what happens when someone is not staring at their phone and they walk right into you, but you're had a great workout, you're smiling, you're on top of the world, it's sun shining, you know, whatever. Yeah, you're Everything. probably the one who apologizes. You're apologizing. Hey, I'm sorry. Like, yeah, hey, sorry I about that. I didn't mean about to bump in. Yeah, yeah. Sorry about that, you know, whatever. And then think about like your worst days. Think about when you're feeling crappy inside, when uh, you're just not feeling your best, and then someone does that. And it's just like, ugh, people are so dumb. Like they're yeah. just, get off your phone, you know? And, and so really it's like, if you focus on you, it just makes such a profound impact. And it's, it's one of the secrets behind Anytime Fitness and our team training programs yeah. and our building a community is people just are nicer and more respectful to each other. Um, because we're constantly improving ourselves. Yeah, focus on yourself because it's really the only person you can control. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna tell this person that's out there feeling like they didn't get uh, any, any, if they, if they were looking for a specific thing for motivation, you need a plan. So if, if what we said, like, and you're struggling to find your why, certainly come talk to us. But um, you also you might need a plan. I've been there too. Mm-hmm. And man, if I'm just going to the gym that day and I, I don't have confidence in what I'm doing. And I don't know, therefore, if I'm going to get a lot of value out of it. That's not motivating, guys. It's not. So, so, so talk to us and get, get yourself a plan, too. Exactly. Yeah, that's great. So last question. We're uh, 22 minutes in. We aimed for 15 to 20, and we're going to be about 30. It's good. Um, content, content, content. <laughs> Jay-Z, I think, is cool with this. So let's see what Jay-Z says. Uh, is, it, is it better to work out before or after eating? Um, this, for me, is however you feel. If you, however... You can get the best workout, however you can feel the best during that workout. If you need to fuel up before the workout so that you can absolutely go in and crush it, then then you should eat before. For I'm about me, to work out, and I have food in my mouth right now. For me, I like cannot work, or I can't eat and then work out. I have, I've been fasting for so long that my body's so used to doing fasted workouts that if I have a meal beforehand, I feel low energy. I don't, I'm not able to put out the same output that I did if I did fast it. Yep. So whatever is the best for you, for Kyle, a little uh, pre-workout cliff bar is mm-hmm. good. For me, I do my 300 milligram bang caffeine drink yep. and get nice and jacked I used, up. I used to be more extreme. I could eat a whole stinking meal 
before. But I've been doing more different things with fasting and doing some exercise without it. And uh, now my body just wants like the pure nutrients before. Yeah. It doesn't want any BS to work around. And if I do eat BS, it slows me down, as Pat said, um, which is good. I mean, it probably always was slowing me down. I just wasn't attuned to it, you know. Aware I just of it. Yeah. I just thought of myself as overall not that energized or something, you know. Um, but uh, but yeah, for I like how you answered that. It's for you said for me, it's whatever's best for you. Mm-hmm. You meant for you as a coach, yeah. it is whatever's best for you, and that's that's exactly right. Um, yeah, I don't want you for me to tell you don't eat beforehand and then you don't eat and then you are completely lethargic throughout the workout, get lightheaded because you didn't have the adequate fuel to push mm-hmm. you through mm-hmm. and then because you didn't you had a lesser workout you aren't on the same path to get your results so I want you to come in fueled up however you need to be to get that best workout to then push through those results yep my my if I was to add any specificity to our advice I would say don't touch anything about your lifestyle until you've gotten through that first two or three weeks of what I would call the um, workout capacity phase, um, which includes like setting your routine, coming to sessions, learning about what you're doing, um, all that stuff, because your body's already adjusting to enough changes, and uh, you don't need to change that. Um, so that's that's that. But then there's a lot of variables, guys. And talk to us directly about you. But yeah, I mean statistics would show you don't want to work out right before research would show you don't want to work out right before um but also like if you're coming in after work and your last time you ate was noon that's completely different than someone who's getting up and working up at 6 a.m with us you know they get up at 5 a.m and they're here at 6 they might not need to eat their body Mm -hmm. hasn't been functioning it's still in fasting mode you are not in fasting mode if you ate dinner at or lunch at 12 and you're training at six but you haven't eaten since your body is low on calories. Mm-hmm. It's not used to that fast, and now you're going to expose it to calorie burn, and it doesn't have any. So, um, don't change anything if you're if you're new, if you're established. Um, I would be mindful that the general thing I used to give people is 150 to two to 350, I think, calories. calories before, sometime yeah. 30 minutes to two hours before, and you toy with that. And by the way, guys, everything coaching, it's not just because we want you to keep coming to us. It's just how it is. It is trial and error. There yeah. is no cookie-cutter response to anything. Um, whoever tries to give you cookie-cutter responses probably just wants your money or they want to sound yeah. smart. Right, yeah, they're just trying to burn through as many people to talk to. As evidence, the individuality is, is as evidence just right here. He's got his clip bar. I've got yeah. nothing. Yeah. It's, uh, we're going to do the same workout, but it's everybody's different. And we're going to do it in ways that we are optimal for us. Exactly you know? right. Yeah. So, so find how you feel best, and let's let's stick to that. So we love you guys. We appreciate that you listened to our first episode. Thanks for the questions. Thank you very much to those people that did. Um, and I hope that uh, you guys, if you had any questions or you like this at all, please show some support by asking more questions because we know you have them. And, uh, and we want to share them, the answers with everybody. Have a good one, guys.